1: What do you do if you don't know what to do?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's,
1: that's what we're going to be talking about today. And uh, this topic has come up a, a lot, actually, for both you and I, Chris, like over the last couple of weeks and uh, in our own lives, but then also people we've talked to. And it's just been really on our minds. So we wanted to record an episode about this, which, funny enough, I think and th- I think this fits within the realm of this topic of how to trust yourself and your decisions, even if you have no idea what you're doing. We actually recorded this episode previously and it didn't turn out the way that we want it to turn out which is actually very rare because you and i record and usually it's one take because we just have conversations but like there was echo and there was problems with the technology and like the way in which we recorded it because we were having a conversation before we hit record so it didn't make sense when we started it so like even that i think is like within the context of this like how to trust yourself and like what you decide like even if you're really not sure what you're doing because heck it, clearly, on that episode, we didn't really know what we were doing. Yeah, <laughs> and, and here we are again. Like, so I think there's a power in not knowing.
0: Yeah, well, I think um, you know that that uh, I've, I've seen this a, a few times on like Twitter posts and on Instagram posts lately, and it, it was something. It goes along the lines of something like uh, when we were kids, like you looked up to like teenagers and you thought they had it all figured out, and then when you were teenagers, mm-hmm. you looked up to adults and like your teachers, and you thought they had it all figured out and then like you became an adult and you realized that like no one still has it figured out. And I think there's 100%. and I think there's a there's a uh, an anxiety that comes along with that, but then there's also like a freedom that comes along with that as well because I feel like we're so as humans we want to have control over everything and we want to feel like we're in control of our lives and that we know exactly what we're doing. But when we realize that it's okay not to know. It kind of gives you, like I said, either extreme anxiety because you want to you have that control or it gives you that level of freedom because you're like, all right, you know, maybe I don't have it all figured out and that's okay because no one else does and everyone's just kind of winging it. But I right. think the important thing and I, what we want to harp on in this episode is that even if you don't know what you're doing, it, it's still important to make decisions. Because I yeah. think that we can take that feeling of oh I don't know what I'm doing and be like I'm just not going to make any decisions like I don't know what to do like everything I everything I decide is going to be wrong and when we get into that state of not knowing what to decide we end up actually deciding to not do anything and we can get stuck in this this type of like emotional wheel and roller coaster where we're not really moving forward we're not really moving backward we're kind of just stuck.
1: In a way, you're moving backward because because the time world could, moves on. yeah. Was, time moves yeah. on yeah universe goes on but it's yeah you're not making decisions that move you forward because like you said like just to clarify just so that anyone listening really heard what chris just said is that not deciding in other words being indecisive is actually a decision it's it's an unconscious decision to not decide and it kind kind of gets like a meta there where it's like mm. a layer deeper but it's true like if you don't decide that is a decision about not deciding and then the mo- life moves on the world moves on time moves on other people move on and yet you feel like you're stuck in the same place so like it, d- it might not be like you're actually moving backward but in a way you're regressing because everything else not everything or everyone else but is everyone else is moving forward but like a lot of people are yeah and you're just making making decisions even though they don't know what exactly they're doing but in that decision process where they're actually making decisions to try something out to go somewhere to do something to talk to someone like in that process, you discover more. Yeah. Like my my favorite term is that action, or in other words, decisions. Action breed actions breed clarity. Because hmm. the only way that you actually get more clear about something is by trying it out. Even and heck, even if someone has told you or you get gotten advice or you learn from someone who has been on a certain path and made the decisions that you want to make, heck, even still, like you you're a completely different person. And so your, and your life experience is completely different. So even with great advice, like it's, you still have to make a quote unquote leap of faith. Yeah. There's no way around it. Yeah.
0: And it's like another thing that, another thing that, that I felt personally in my life, like when I've been been in those positions of indecision, like deciding to be indecisive, it drains you. Because you're constantly thinking about the decision. You're constantly thinking about should I jump? Should I not? Like should I should I quit? Should I not? Like, should I do this? Should I not? And in that indecisiveness, like you're constantly thinking about like if I do this, that's gonna happen. If I do that, that's gonna happen. And that constant thinking about the the repercussions of your decision, but actually not making one, it's tiring. And you're never actually gonna know. Like you can you can have you can have the you can be the best planner. Like you can, you can plan all the next steps and everything about making a decision. But once you make that decision, that decision could set in course a motion of things that happened in the universe of people, places, relationships that you just couldn't plan for. And so I think like, it's about, it's about being, what was the title that we made for this episode again? How to trust yourself and your decisions, even if you have no idea what you're doing, that trust mm-hmm. in yourself and your decisions comes from, I'm, I'm going to make this decision knowing that no matter what happens from this decision, I'm going to be okay. Like that's how I feel that, where, where the trust comes from. Like knowing right. that no matter what the repercussions of this decision are, I'm going to be able to handle it. I have the confidence that I'm going to be able to handle it. And it's way better than being stuck in this limbo period of not actually knowing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it, it, it moves energy. Does, that's the words I would use is that because if it, if it's not draining your energy, and it moves your energy. Nice. Right. It's, it's, it's not an either it's, it's one thing or another. Like there's, there's a lot of gray areas in life and that there's, but this is not one of them. This is a black or white thing is that if you're not moving energy, it's getting stuck somehow. Like it's, it's any, it, there's differing degrees of that, of course, but like it is that either or process where it's like, if you're in that indecision, you're uh, diluting your energy or it's not going in a clear direction Hmm. but then when you decide it does go in a direction and that's again how you learn more yeah you gain clarity through the movement of that energy because then you can reflect it's like oh did that work out yes oh did that work out no okay now i learned like we all know this i think at a deep level but it's now how do we apply that in the next level (laughs) of our life and what we feel is like our decisions that we need to make that make right now that we feel uncertain about, hmm. right? Because that feeling of uncertainty can really cause us to hold back on making decisions that we probably probably already know that we wanna make in our heart. But it's like in our mind, there's this back and forth of like the pros and the cons and like, what are other people gonna think? Or is this right for me? And like, I, I don't think it's wrong to take some time to really sit with a decision to then make it. But if you're spending weeks, months, years, then that really is like that back and forth to your energy, which is is not good. Like, yeah, it's like you're 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 in between a decision. like just decide like yes or decide no. It's okay either way. And you'll learn.
0: Yeah. And there's no, like, I really liked your, um, your analogy about the energy thing. And when you were about how it's, you know, it's either swirling or it's, you're draining it or it has to move, right? Like you can't, it's not, it's, it's not, it's black or white. Like there's no gray area. Yeah. And the analogy or the visual that came to my head was like, if you're, if you're stuck in a place of indecision, you're like a swirling, like lake that's slowly like Mm. draining because you know, that the water is your life force. And like, you only have a certain amount of time, right? So you're stuck in this lake and it's draining and there's two different rivers that you can go down. And you just need to pick and let the water go and then you'll see like what's down that river and you know you might come up yep. into another lake where you're going to be stuck in a decision or you might branch off into different smaller rivers but like right now you're stuck in the swirling lake and the energy not moving anywhere and it's draining you and making a decision will release that flow and it'll give you more clarity exactly. like you said and and i also want to touch on another thing you said kev about how a lot of us know this and i think the reason that a lot of us know this but a lot of us are still plagued by this is that, that feeling of being in that indecision, it could be really comfortable for some people, like, because it's known, like when you're faced with a decision about to do something or to do something else, like, whatever you decide, there's going to be some uncertainty that comes with that decision, because it's going to be something new. But when you're staying in, when you're staying stuck in that, like, period of oh, I don't know, like, I don't know how to do this or that, like, that's a comfortable position for you, because you know, you, you know what to expect. It's like, if you're stuck in a job, nothing changes. Exactly. Cause nothing's changing. Even though even if it might be super uncomfortable, you might be super stressed at a job or something, let's say like, it's still comfortable. And we humans crave that comfort, even if it's not a healthy comfort, like we just crave it. And so if you are stuck in a situation like this, like, and you do know this, like it does make sense, like from a, from like a nervous system perspective, why you could be stuck. But what we're trying mm-hmm. to tell you is that you'll be, you'll be stuck like that for, for forever until you make a decision. And yeah. there's only so many facts about a decision that you can gather before you just have to make one. And I think we lull ourselves sometimes into being like, oh, if I just, I just need more information, you know, but right, sometimes you don't.
1: <laughs> exactly. Actually, most of the time you don't because mm. like, it's a feeling. And actually that's a really big point that I wanted to bring up in this context of like how to really trust yourself in the decisions that you make, even if you're not really sure. And I have no idea what you're doing is, is this, a way of thinking about it so i'll invite you listening and chris you could play along with this too and actually i'd I'd invite you to play along so that you can someone listening can like go through this process and see how this works is it's a simple question how do you know a good idea from a bad idea how do you know
0: it's a rhetorical question you asking me
1: no i'm actually asking you and And for those listening, like like, notice your own answer in your own mind. Like answer that for yourself. Yeah, how do you know a good idea from a bad idea? For me, for answer?
0: me, it would be the the uptick or the downtick in energy I feel about making a decision. And it would be Ooh. and it, it's subtle. It would be subtle because I yeah. also know because I've been faced with tough decisions where you feel that uptick of like, oh, that's the right answer, but then you're immediately yeah. plagued with the anxiety of making that decision too, and then you start to second guess, well, oh, is it a good decision or not? So like I yeah. do. I do respect like the complexity though. Like if you're not super tuned in.
1: Yeah. Exactly. But that that's why I asked that question and have you know, is anyone listening to that to actually give their answer because we all have this similar experience of knowing a good idea from a bad idea from our own energy. Like my answer, the words I would use to describe it is that it's just a feeling. You know. Like it's it's just a knowing. But then like you said Chris, it could almost seem like it's it's instantaneous that after you really know the answer. Then the the thoughts come in, like the doubts, the worries, the fears, like the the comparison, the needing more facts. Like it's so gets so logical, in the pros and the cons that you almost for most people they just forget about the feeling. But we know, and so like that's how you learn to trust yourself is you trust those feelings and make decisions anyway. Mm. And sometimes you won't get it right, yeah, like quote unquote quote unquote right because who who's to say what's right or wrong. Like literally, the only person that you could really decide is like, well, was that a really good decision or not a really good decision for myself to help me in my life is you. Yeah, it's like how it felt. Again, it comes back to your own feedback system within your your own system, not based on anyone else, any other or you know person, place, thing, job, circumstance, situation. Like it's not about the external; it's about the internal. And it, it, when you get down to that, it is really simple. But like you said, there is a, a complexity mm. to it when we introduce. The mind yeah. which for most most people there is no separation like there's no space and so therefore it gets really difficult because people get lost in the mind when they actually know in their heart what to do
0: yeah like, <laughs>
1: like and i'll give oh, go ahead chris
0: no i was gonna say that 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 the external the external feelings that come in after like you think about making a decision and like you said, you, you, I think you, you said it uh, well, like it floods you right away. It's like you might have a knowing and then you're like, oh, that's the right answer. And then you'll get flooded with like, oh, but this or oh, but that. It's like it's so important yeah. to be able to tease that out because there's always mm-hmm. going to be someone that's going to judge you for that for a decision you make but whether it's right or wrong. There's always going to be people that you're like, oh, like, what would my mom think? Or what would my dad think? Or yep. like, what would my girlfriend think? Yep. There's always going to be those questions that you're going to have in your head. But like mm-hmm. you're never going to find the answers in appeasing those voices. Because they're not really exactly. you. So like you could be making a decision and, and regardless, like you could listen to what you think your mom or your significant other could say, and it could still be the wrong decision. So you might as well make right. a decision based on what you think is right. So that at least like yeah. you can reckon with yourself at the end of the day, you know?
1: Exactly. That That actually um, brings to mind something that uh, Jim Carrey had said in one of his commencement speeches he gave like years and years ago, but Jim Carrey, American actor, very famous, but Uh, He's also a brilliant mind, like a very awakened soul. And one of the things he shared was that in his experience, like his dad uh, loved comedy, loved acting, but never actually went for it. Um, but still had that passion, that kind of like hobby. So that's, I think where Jim Carrey got part of it, obviously part of his soul, I think wanted it anyway, but, um, like he learned that from his dad, but his dad went into, I think it was actually accounting. It was accounting. accounting, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, but his story, like in that commencement commencement speech, Jim Carrey says that he learned a lot of lessons from his father, but one of the most powerful one is that because his father and like decades after he got into accounting he got laid off and like struggled and so jim's jim carrey got a lesson from his father just from that experience and seeing what his dad struggled through is that you could fail even at the things that you don't care about or that you're not passionate about and so why not go for what you really want in other words decide for what you re- would really want whether that's a career path the uh, the kind of relationship you want the what you want to do in your with your health like whatever it is like are you want to travel the world like it's your decision and so if you go for what you would love even if you quote unquote fail at that still like you said like you could reckon with your own self it's like you know what i still decided for what i wanted even if it quote unquote didn't work out mm-hmm. i still did what i wanted to do yeah. i still decided for what i wanted to do and that's a power that no one could take away from you
0: yeah and it's like and, in, that, in that decision, you're going to get experiences because you made a decision that you would have never got if you didn't make a decision and you stayed in the land of indecision. And yep. if you have the right mentality and perception going forward, no matter what decision you end up making, as long as it is a decision to do something, yes. you're going to learn from it. And even if looking back, you're like, ah, you know, that probably wasn't the right decision, but it led me here and it led me here and it led me here. And now I know this and now this next decision, I'm well more, I'm way more equipped to making it. It's like, no matter how old you are, like you can probably think back in your life and know that you, to get to, to get where you are today, you, you made some wrong decisions. Like you, there could have been better decisions you could have made, but because of all those decisions you made, you are where you are now and you are the person you are today. Like, so some of the decisions you made that you might've wanted to go back and change when you actually think about it, you're like, oh, but I learned that because of that. And I met that person because of that. And I grew because of that. And when you think about it from that perspective, it's like, it almost gives you that freedom to make the wrong choice because like, Mm -hmm. you can always reframe a wrong choice into an opportunity to help you grow for something. But like, you can't get to that place if you're stuck in the indecision land, because then you're going to continue, you're going to continually be doing the same things. It's like you gotta like you gotta make that decision. Like that's like the crossroad. It's like make it. Yeah. Exactly.
1: And I'm glad you brought up like that, like if you're in that indecision, then it's really like the that you're stuck and that you're not gaining a benefit of what you can learn. But like another way I'd put it is that you you can't really reframe in a positive light not making a decision. Like there's not really a lot of like especially if it's like weeks months years cuz you would and never like, know man yeah exactly never like you what, never know
0: how bad it could have been if you made the decision you only know what you didn't do good. yeah or how good exactly and that's why I exactly. do the most like on a on deathbeds the most people they have things they've regretted that they didn't do yep it was decisions exactly. they didn't make versus decisions they did make and that's like speaking to exactly what you're talking about sorry interrupted exactly. i got i got excited about that
1: no it's okay yeah, yeah that's that's exactly my point so yeah great reiteration of that and like Is you speaking of that, that study, there's actually been studies on that scientific or quote unquote scientific studies. I mean, they were scientific, it's just, I see it as like more of like a surveying rather than like, all right, like, yeah, but like they did like take surveys of people who, I mean, hundreds of people who were on their deathbed, like close to dying and like, what are their top five uh, regrets? And one of the top ones were, were decisions that they didn't make. Yeah. Like that they wish they did make and things that they didn't do that they wish they did. And that I think I remember hearing about that um, back actually I think before I, I left my career path in pharmacy. like That was a big factor in terms of me deciding to not continue to get my doctorate, even though it was a very secure path and having just a couple years left so then I can get my doctorate to then have a good job, And but it just didn't resonate with me anymore after four years. But there was all that logic of like, oh, you say you you've already been in here in this schooling for four years. You've wasted that, or you're putting that much time, which then it might be wasted if you leave. But it was all logic. But like in my heart, I pretty much knew like for a good six months, but I was wrestling in my mind like the back and forth. But once I finally decided, like there was a liberation, hmm. like a, a feeling of liberation, even though there was a lot of uncertainty and I had no idea what the hell I was going to do next. But I, I wouldn't change that for the world because it brought me to where I am now eight years later. Yeah. But. I wanna actually bring an even more clear example because that has a quote unquote happy ending. I realized in this episode, I don't know why, but I've been saying a lot, quote unquote. Like, <laughs> I don't know why, but like anyway, side note. But um I I I want to bring in an actually a story about uh, when things really didn't work out when I made a decision. Because leaving pharmacy, that that was a really powerful decision for me that now has worked out where like now I'm have my own coaching business and like things are going well. Like I wouldn't change that for the world, but there are certain things that maybe looking back, I would think like if I like on the surface level of thinking about it, it's like, yeah, maybe I wish I didn't do that. But like to the point that you made before is that even if you make the wrong decision, you still learn from it and you can reframe that. So when I I was actually just two months after I had graduated slash left pharmacy school, so I did get a four year degree, but I discontinued my, my path to get the doctorate. And I was still living in Philadelphia where I went to school, and I you know was make, making ends me because I had still had the apartment I was in in school and paying rent and all. but so I had a part- time job in pharmacy. And I got an opportunity to get this job working for my fraternity, which was in Texas. So I was in Philadelphia, and I was going to move out to Texas, which was scary because I literally knew no one out there in in Austin, Texas and it was also a job that i didn't feel like i was qualified for because i didn't have any like degree in like counseling or a degree in like uh like or have any training at all in terms of uh doing the work that i was going to be doing which the job that i got hired for was to be a house advisor for the chapter at that for that uh that austin texas school like university at university of texas at austin i think that was the title if i remember correctly because it's 7 years ago yeah. now but I decided for that. I mean, I got the job, decided to move. I moved my entire life basically to Texas. And I, I pretty much knew within like four, three, four months, like it was not the right decision. Like I didn't want to be there. And the big reason why was because I didn't really resonate. Actually, two, two big reasons. One, I didn't really resonate with the work because I didn't really feel like I was really doing anything to actually help um like the alumni of that chapter hired me because they had like a drug problem in their house and so like they wanted me to come in and basically be like the the, the police mm. of of the house like um and like, it just didn't resonate with me I didn't feel good about it and like I felt like the the quote-unquote bad guy like again there is the quote-unquote but like I didn't feel like I was welcome and then secondly I also didn't really resonate with the people it was a very big party school i came from a school that was uh, science based like mainly and we were basically all nerds so like me joining a fraternity was not the very typical like fraternity that most people think of in united states schools like it was it was a big party school a big frat party and like i didn't really resonate with the people there and so like me deciding for that at the moment it felt right it it moved me forward in a way but like it's very early on like after three four months like i was like nah this is not it but now looking back i wouldn't change it at all because going there actually a big benefit of going there was actually i got all i had the the time freedom because it was a very small amount of time that i was doing work that work but it was like part-time job basically even though i was living there um i i got trained as a yoga teacher Mm -hmm. like that really moved me forward in the direction of what i really wanted to do but i i don't think i would have went through a yoga teacher training if I didn't move or didn't take that job, move to Texas and then even find a community of people who are uh, in, in like a yoga community that I resonated with. So like, it's a lot of learning. Right. And again, we all know this, but it's even important to keep that in mind when you feel like you've made the wrong decision. Mm. So,
0: and then uh, th- there's this quote too, I forgot who says it, but it's like, Oh, I think it might've been like Winston Churchill or something, but he said that in, in the, or oh, no, it was like in the moment, you know what you're talking about in the moment yeah. of decision, There, like, the best thing you can do is make the right decision. The second best thing you can do is make the wrong decision. And the third best or like the worst thing you can do is make no decision. Cause like the no decision, right. like that, that's like, like it's that, that no decision space. That's like, and, and that's also saying that if you have decisions to make, like sometimes making no decision, like you don't have a decision to make, that's fine. I'm not saying like, go find a decision yeah. to make, but it's like, if you have, Man. if you have a decision to make in front of you, like making the, making a decision is, is like, is, is the way to go because exactly then you can pivot. Like what it sounds like from your story, pivot. <laughs> for, yeah. For, for, <laughs> from friends. friends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, cause once you make the decision, then you can pivot. It's like, it's like, you won't know though until you make it and you can, exactly. and, and, uh, for some, for, for some people who are listening that are like me who have anxiety and who like to overthink, like you can overthink yourself to death over making a decision because you'll think about every single possible outcome and you right. just, you'll never know. You'll you'll drive exactly. yourself crazy trying to think about every little thing, trying to connect all the dots, and you'll realize that you can't. Like you're never gonna you're never yeah. gonna actually know until you make it. And it's like knowing that no matter what decision you decide to make, you can always reframe it for your good. You can always pivot after you yep. make the decision, and there'll be another decision for you to make, and you'll be a different person. You'll learn from it. You'll grow, and you can yep. you know you can move on. You can move forward. And for those of you who are like maybe more uh, like faith focus because i've been getting more into like faith and about like trusting god and stuff like it's like making making decisions is is putting trust into a higher power that no matter what you're going to be okay and that mm-hmm. you have the ability to 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 make it and you'll always be provided for and it's like making that decision is important yeah
1: 100 percent. the the quote you I, I looked it up um it's theodore roosevelt okay as president United okay. States. He's, and uh, I think you actually got it spot on, but I want to repeat it anyway, because it's so, it's so good. It says, it says in any moment of decision, the best thing you could do is the right thing. The next best thing is the wrong thing. And the worst thing that you could do is nothing. Yeah. And that's the, the key
0: that, that he said in the beginning in, in the moment of decision, because like right. I said, like, don't like, if you don't have a decision to make, don't feel bad because you're just sitting on the couch and not doing anything. Like it's like, don't force things, but if you have a decision right. to make, it's like the best thing to do is just decide something
1: exactly yeah that's a really new big nuance i think what you just brought up is like that you don't have to force yeah because sometimes it could feel that way like you are forcing the decision and that that honestly is is valid as well like it's not about like all right if you present like like i said it took me about six months to really decide to leave pharmacy and then to leave that job in texas it was another, it was like a couple of months before I, I gave them notice that like, I was not going to be the house dad for the next year Yeah, the house advisor. Like it, it takes, t- takes time. Like, and that's okay. But again, is to not fall into the trap of like needing to wait for several months or years and like, ah, oh, I just need more information. Like, cause and <clears> again, it goes back to the feeling is you'll know if you're, you're just procrastinating. I was literally going to say the that. Yeah. That.
0: Yeah. It's like you th- just know. going through that process of gathering information and, and like sitting with yourself and thinking about a decision that's important to getting to know yourself. Sure. Like the, for example, that six months you took to decide whether or not you wanted to quit pharmacy. Like it probably took six months because it was a huge decision and you were learning about yourself and you were like, right. like fighting off all like the anxieties and like, oh, should I do this? Should I not? But then like, yeah. there is a point where, and you'll know this when you think about it, it's like, am I avoiding the decision or like, Like, do I have enough information already to just make it? Or am I avoiding
1: basically, exactly, you know, and and you'll know where it's like,
0: oh, you know, I can probably gather more information. I can talk to some more people, but like at the same time, you could also be doing that just to delay and you'll know, like you'll know.
1: Exactly. Or you might be trying to defer your decision onto someone else. Like, Hey, can you make Mm. the decision for me? Like that's, that's a slippery slope too, is it's okay to have feedback, advice, opinions, support. Very important. And you still have be, have to be the one to make the decision. Yeah. It's, it, it's so essential. And if you don't, then it's a degradation of your character. Like it, there's no other way around it because if you don't really decide, I mean, it's, it's both you, if you put off the decision and like stay in the in-between, or if you put it on someone else, like, Hey, no, you, you tell me what to do. That's you. I mean, it's, it's degrading trust in yourself. Mm it's degrading character because you're not actually taking on what is yeah. actually your responsibility.
0: It's also probably like a chance afterwards to deflect blame too. Cause like, you don't right. like if it's a big decision, like you don't, you don't want to be responsible for it, but like taking, like stepping into that responsibility is going to actually build character and build more integrity within yourself too. Cause it's like, yep. and again, like you may, you hit the nail on the head. It's, it, it is, it is important and it is valuable to get advice from other people. But at the end of the day, the decision is ultimately going to be yours. Like you don't want to place like, yeah. Oh, like you decide for me because then if mm-hmm. the decision turns out to not be something that could be great, instead of you taking responsibility for making the decision and, and and gleaning some opportunity to grow, you'll just blame the other person and be like, ah, you decided wrong.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and then then you just lose power.
0: Yeah, giving away your like power. You lose
1: your own. Per- exactly, you lose your own personal power because you're you're sticking yourself in the victim zone or the victimhood mentality, and then. Like, there's no way you can actually harness your own energy and power for, for what you want to create because you've now put that on someone else. It's like, oh, that's, I can't, like, I don't know how. Like, well, yeah, it's because you've been deciding for that. Mm. Like, which is so, it's such a subtle thing, but it's, it's really just that, that, that hard look at yourself. Sometimes you really got to get honest, sometimes in a brutal way. Like, it hurts sometimes to really get that honest with yourself. It's like, yeah. I've been I've been putting off decisions or I've been putting those decisions on other people. And I think, you know, I think that's also something that we all as human beings go through because think about it like when we grow up to learn how to be human, most often we are We are those decisions that are made for us because you're one year old. You're a year old. You're two years old. Like you're not even conscious or aware enough to make a decision for yourself, right? Like so, like our parents or our caregivers, whoever raised us, like they make decisions, right? But like, there's actually something that is interesting that um, Bob Proctor had said when he God bless me when he was still alive. He uh, he would teach on decision making, and he said that he literally never made a decision for his kids ever. And I, th- I think, I think there's maybe some leeway there. Cause like, again, like how, how could you not make a decision for your two month old? It's like, you have to, right. Cause they can't even speak for yeah. themselves, but like, as they grow up, it's like, I, I think probably the n- 99% of the time he wouldn't decide for them. He would always say like, no, what do you, what do you want to do? What do you decide? Or how, what are you going to do here? Like always help them develop that, but that most of us had not had such a conscious, caregiver or a parent or upbringing. Most, most of us were told what to do. And so it's like a pattern or a paradigm. It's like, oh, I still need to be told what to do. Mm. It's like, no, you don't like, and actually it's better that you don't like, you're not told what to do or or defer the decision to someone else. Because then again, you grow to know yourself more, but that is a process and that takes time because of the paradigm.
0: And like you said, that like that process, that process could be painful sometimes because you, you're probably going to make like wrong decisions sometimes but it's like, that's oh, how you, of that's how you learn. Like, and, <laughs> yes. and, and you have to be willing. And, and I think that's the thing, like, that's a hard part too, for people who want to be in control and who don't want to make the wrong decision. It's like, there is a chance that you're not going to make the best decision. Yeah. Right. But like, and that's okay. You, you also don't have a chance of making the best decision. If you don't make a decision, there's always going right. to be that risk, but like to yep. help mitigate that risk. Cause again, like the title of the podcast, like, how do you trust yourself? if You don't know what you're doing. Like how to mitigate that risk is even if you knowing that even if you make the wrong decision, that having the confidence that you're gonna be okay, and having the ability as a thinking human being to perceive the wrong decision, to perceive something good from it. Because Mm -hmm. if you look back on your life, you've made decisions that you could have that that were probably incorrect or that were maybe not the best ones, and you're still here and you still are the person you are today because you moved through those decisions and you learned something from them. And it's like, exactly. that's how you make better decisions. It's like, it's like learning, you know?
1: Yeah, 100%. Actually, there's, there's an analogy that has really helped me. This also, uh, one of my clients uh, really, really resonated with when I shared this with her because she also has sailed in her life because it's an analogy about how a sailboat actually sails. Most people don't know this, but sailing has a term. It, there's a term in sailing that's called tacking. And it's the way in which a sailboat actually reaches a destination moving from A to B. It's never a straight line, ever. Hear me on that. It's literally never a straight line. Even if the winds are going directly to where you want to go, it's still, there's this bit of variance because I mean, little, let alone like the waves, but definitely the wind is usually not like right behind your sails going right in the direction that you want to go. The way in which that a sailboat usually sails most often is that it tacks back and forth like most of the time it's actually off course because of the waves because of the wind because you're not actually you know right on your direction point because again you're literally you know sailing on water that is like not very solid and so like there's never a direct you know on point line to go to from A to B it's literally called tacking and so that process is is known in sailing and you're taught that if you learn how to sail. And so it's this back and forth. So like, you're not, not on course, you're on a course, you're not on course, you're on course. And that's perfect. Mm. That's exactly how it's meant to be. And so that's how you learn. Like you said, yeah. if you make the wrong decisions. That's okay.
0: The, this also reminds me of something like my, one of my roommates, uh, after college, he was taking a coding class and he was doing, a uh, like machine, like machine learning. And he was, he, one of his assignments was he had to develop a code to make a little lunar module land in between these two flags. And he was explaining to me his process. And he's like, you write this code so that you let the lunar module make its own decisions. And when it lands outside the flag, it knows that that's wrong. And it incorporates that into the code to, to try to make another decision. And it was, and the machine learning was through the wrong decisions It eventually got to the right decision because it encoded all the wrong decisions into how to make a better decision in the future. And I feel like that's kind of like how humans are. It's like, you need to, you need to, you try to walk, you fall. It's like, you're off balance. Then like, you learn, you fall this way, you fall that way. And then you start to gain balance. It's like those little, it's like, like life is like that in general with decisions. It's like, you're never going to, you're never going to learn how to walk. If you don't start walking, you're going to suck at it
1: and falling down and falling down, which
0: is failing, making wrong decisions. But like you, you, you eventually get your bearings. And it's like, if you take that mentality through life, you realize that making a decision is going to actually help you grow, whether it's right or wrong, and that's like exactly. that's like where the trust comes from, mm-hmm. like the confidence in yourself 100%. that you know you're going to be able to get something from the decision.
1: Exactly, and actually, that th- a couple of um, quotes that came to mind. One is by uh, um, Lisa Nichols, is uh, one of the most famous and widely sought after public speakers, or uh, what's the word for it, like motivational speakers. Um, she's an incredible speaker, amazing woman. I've, I've gotten the privilege of seeing her speak a couple of times. And one of the things that she teaches and she learned this from her grandmother is that you, you don't have to trust that you're going to get it right, but you have to trust what she calls your get up muscles. You have to trust your get up muscles, meaning you have to trust that you're going to be willing, no matter how many times you fall down, that you're going to be willing and able to get back up. So you trust that those muscles are going to work for you. And I I never heard it in that Mm. way because obviously there's that analogy about walking, but it's, it's the same thing in any decision in life.
0: And you always, and you can't like, it's hard to have a perception of your future self after making the decision. Right. So like when you make a decision, you always think that, Oh, like after that decision, if it's wrong, I'm going to be the same exact person. When I make the next decision, I'm going to keep making wrong decisions. Like you don't incorporate the learning process from the wrong decision that you're going to go through. It's mm-hmm. hard to visualize and conceptualize that new you after the decision, but like that's right. how it works. Like, you incorporate exactly. the decision making process, even deciding, like, you get strength from. Like, if you've been stuck mm-hmm. in a position of indecision for a really long time, that decision is going to make you feel good, even regardless exactly. of what the outcome is going to be. Like, you're going to feel really good after making it. And then it's like, all right, like, I made it. Now it's time to adjust. Now I respond to what mm-hmm. is going to happen versus just like, imagining things. I'm imagining what yeah. could happen. It's like not a good place to be exactly. for too long. A hundred percent. Cause
1: I, I feel like it's, you're actually living life now. Yeah. <laughs> like instead of, cause you're in your mind, like you said, you're imagining scenarios like, Oh, what if this goes wrong? What if this actually goes right? I'm not sure. Like that's you're, you're stuck in your head. You're not actually living, but when you decide you're now in life because you're now getting the feedback from your environment from the people around you, from the situations around you, based on whatever decision you just made. Yeah. Whether that was you sending off an email, applying for a job, quitting a job, uh, talking to someone, not talking to someone. Which again, like whatever decision it is, like everyone has their own unique decision, what feels right for them. But like it's going to move you forward. You're going to get that feedback from your environment. But there's no other way of doing it. Yeah. Like, you got. You got to go out there, my friend. It's COVID's over, <laughs> or at least the, the 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 restrictions are over. You got to go out. You got to yeah. got to make decisions. Word, yeah.
0: All right, I think I think we I think, I think we uh got hit it. the nail in the head. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I felt out. We quote like we, 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 we quote unquote hit the nail on the head. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I was because I don't say that super often yeah, no. on this
1: episode. I think I think I said it like seven times. But I think final thing I'll say about that is I feel like I I was used to that because I wanted to. Really share that there's a context to things. Like it's not just because I say it, it like means exactly that. You know what I mean? There's always a different perspective you could take. But anyway, that's that's yeah. for another conversation another yeah. time. N- new episode. Why Kevin says quote unquote? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> we're not gonna do that. Probably talk for about two seconds. Yeah. All right, we're done. <laughs> um. Anyway, well, with that said, I think my call to action at the very end for you listening is decide. Make decisions. Like if you know that there's some decision that you've been putting off or that you know is like coming up for you, is to really trust yourself and just deciding even if it's not going to be the right decision. And that's okay because you're going to learn from it. So yeah. yeah, take action from it. Cause you know you, you Chris Chris and I say this all the time is that <laughs> this is not about inspiration and not doing anything about it. And then inspiration without action is merely entertainment.
0: Yeah. And then I just want to touch on something you said just prior to. It's like When you make a decision, you're always going to try to make the right decision, but like, you just have to understand that it could be wrong. Exactly. Yeah. So I just keep that in mind. Yeah. And that's okay. Exactly.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Sweet. Well, with that said, one final thing, final, final thing to go forward. So about once a month, sometimes actually not really, because it's been about two months since I've offered this. But uh, me, Kevin, I'm a certified life coach. I like to call myself a spiritual life coach. Been doing this work for five years now, and I often like to give out a, a gift to people that listen to our podcast. If you resonate with all the things we've been sharing, but then also know that you could really use support and help from a coach in your life, then I always offer uh, about once a month, once every once every other month, a gift called a strategy session. And a strategy session is a 60-minute, full one-hour call with me, where I get to help you get clear on what struggles you're facing, what patterns that you feel like you've been stuck in, to help you get clear on that. Then a second thing is I help you get clear on your vision of what you'd love to create instead, in essence, what your true dream is, to get really deeply connected with that. And then action steps. We also get clear on action steps of what you could do to bridge the gap from where you are to where you wanna be in your life. And so this is a complete gift that I always love to give. And then at the end, if we find that we're a good fit to work together and coach together and you're interested, then we can also talk about coaching as well. Nice. So this is my complimentary gift to honestly discover if we're a good fit to work together. So if you'd love to have that call with me, then you could click the link in the description of this episode. It goes to my calendar page and you could book a time with me. There's some questions to answer before you book that time. And then we can have that hour long conversation and we get to meet face to face because we do it on zoom. So, um, I I've been having a lot of fun over the last, I don't know, year or two years gifting these because I get to talk with y'all. So, mm. um, yeah, looking forward to that. And again, if you really feel called to that, then click the link in the, the description and book that call.
0: A little strat sesh.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Strategy session. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, and then
0: I also wanted to mention too, that our, our, uh, we had a community call today and it was fire. Like we tell, we,
1: tell about that too.
0: Well, we had a, we, we, we have a subscriber program, um, that we launched like a, probably like six months ago now, but we're really like starting yeah. to like, like get some good traction on Actually, it and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. And um, we do a, we host a community call once a month with like people who are subscribed. So you can come and we do it on Zoom. It's an hour and we chat and we talk. You guys can ask questions. And we had a really good one today. Like we, uh, one of our listeners, Marissa joined and then Sonia joined and we had like really good conversations about like what they were going through and like advice and answering questions. And it was awesome. And then, so you get that with the subscriber um, program and then you also get two extra episodes a month two extra episodes a month. Um, and right now we're going through um, working with the law. Um, so taking a deep dive into each one of those chapters and, you know, trying to build like a really cool community here. We've, we'd love to meet, we'd love to honestly meet all of you. That'd be really cool. Um, but if you are interested in our subscriber program, you can get the details. Where, where would they get those details? Description, the description of the episode will be there. Okay. Sweet. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. yeah. There, there's a link to find out more, but yeah, it's two, ep- two extra episodes two extra, from yeah. the science and spiritual. Yeah. Two extra episodes on the science and spirituality podcast. It's only for subscribers. And like we record that a- outside of the normal episodes like this one and then two extra episodes and then that one hour call every month. So it's more of a community call. Q and a, which yeah, call, to, to yeah. Connect. yeah, yeah, exactly. Sweet. Yeah. If that resonates, it's also in the description as well. Cool. Alright y'all, thank you for listening and we'll see you on another episode. Peace. And that's it for today. So thanks for tuning in. We really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. So any questions, any comments, connect with us on Instagram personally at Kevin
0: F. Carton or at Chris J. Carton or our podcast or Instagram page at Science and Spirituality Podcast. And if you feel guided to, the one thing that we do ask is for you to please rate the podcast and also leave a review. This way we can reach more people and in that way impact more lives. So with that, we'll see you on the next episode.